The Lions' best offensive player and the Lions' best defensive player both out for the year. 0-5 and and the injuries keep piling up. It's another edition of Locked On Lions. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good afternoon. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. Locked on Lions on the Locked on Podcast Network on this, say, Tuesday, October 12th and a Wednesday, October 13th. Matt Derry with you, brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked on sent you. It is Locked on Lions. And you can find us on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions on Twitter, and the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. Indeed, I teased it in the open. Frank Ragnow season-ending surgery. We'll get into that, what it means for the team. And, man, oh, man, the injuries just keep piling up for this football team as they host the Bengals coming up on Sunday. Also, coming up on the show, speaking of the Bengals, Dan Horde, the radio voice of the Cincinnati Bengals, and... The radio voice of the Cincinnati Bearcats football and basketball. The Bearcats have a very, very good quarterback. The Lions are going to need a quarterback eventually. We'll talk to Dan about Desmond Ritter, the Bengals, and much more coming up on the program today. If you are new to the show, we welcome you. Thank you for listening. Uh, Lockdown Lions, I've been with you now. This is our, our sixth season, my sixth season doing this program. Uh, if you love the... Uh, your football team, and you want opinions each day, the news of the day, guests, uh, you get it right here on the Locked On Podcast Network and Locked On Lions. So we thank you for listening and joining us uh, today. Again, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere else. Um, you know, Lions 0 and 5. And the big news of the day, and again, this was first reported by Ian Rappaport, and I have yet to see the Lions confirm this yet. But Pro Bowl center Frank Ragnow, who injured his toe in Chicago a couple of weeks ago, according to Ian Rappaport of NFL Network, is going to have season-ending toe surgery. Cutting short his season here, uh, Ragnow recently went and saw a renowned renowned specialist, Dr. Uh, Robert Anderson, to confirm the necessity, according to Rappaport, and this toe surgery surgery will keep him out for the entire season. And uh, he's already on injured reserve. So what does that mean for this football team? Number one, Evan Brown has stepped in and done a nice job. But let's be honest here. Frank Ragnow is clearly the best player on the Lions. Clearly. He's a Pro Bowl center. He's one of the top centers in the league. He signed long-term. The team knows he's good. Uh, You can play him at guard. You can play him at center. He has become a dominant player at his position. And he's become a top five player at his position. Some may argue T.J. Hawkinson. T.J. Hawkinson is not dominant, nor is he top five at his position just yet. He was a pro bowler a year ago. This year he's kind of off to a slow start, but who can blame him? Teams are taking him away. He had a great first week against the Niners, and you haven't heard much from him since. He's been slow the last couple of weeks by an ankle injury, but he's played. But think about this for a second. Frank Ragnow is out for the year. Taylor Decker has missed all five Lions games so far this year. Might be back coming up this Sunday against the Bengals. He had finger surgery. 
Trey Flowers, the highest-paid defensive player on the Lions, missed two games this year with knee and shoulder problems. Romeo Aquara, out for the year, played in three games and has an Achilles injury. When you have a roster like the Lions have, and it's short, short staff to begin with because the team just is not very good, and it's needed an overhaul to lose all of these people, it, it, it's devastating. And like I said, Evan Brown stepped in, in the last couple of games has done fine. But he's not Frank Ragno. The question you have to ask is, if the Lions were 5-0, and would they be doing this? Some have already said, oh, maybe they're tanking now. Well, the Lions aren't going to tank. They suck to begin with. They're bad. They're going to lose a lot of games. We said at the start of the year, it's a four-win football team. They haven't won a game yet. They're underdogs again this week by three, three and a half, according to our friends at Bet Online, against the Bengals, whose offense really hasn't been great yet, but you look on paper and say, man, they're they're ready to explode. But, you know, Jeremy Reisman pointed it out today from uh, Pride of Detroit. Lions top five players, Ragnow, Hawkinson, Decker, Flowers, and Okwara. Two of those guys are out for the year. One of those guys hasn't played a game yet, Decker. And Hawkinson and Flowers have been uh, banged up. It really hurts. And Ragnow is really coming into his own, um, really coming into his own. A good young player with a huge heart, uh, a leader on the team, and now just brutal, brutal injury. But the Lions have got to move on. They've got to move forward. And they've got to do the best they can with what they have. So um, this is a, a, a devastating injury. Next man up. But to me, Frank Ragnow is the best player on the team. Offense or defense. He is. And with him gone, maybe Jack Fox is a close second. So with him gone, this is, uh, this is, this is devastating. But the Lions are going to play hard Sunday. You know that. And give it their best shot. We're going to talk to Dan Horde coming up, the voice of the Bengals. Uh, Dan Campbell spoke with uh, the tickets, Stoney and Jansen, this morning. I want to relay you part of that conversation. We'll do that coming up next. Mention betonline.ag, back and better than ever, the best place to bet on football games. we got NHL starting up, basketball, baseball playoffs. Only one place to go, and that is betonline.ag, your number one spot for the pro and college football action all season long. Their new website is updated. They got a new site. They got a new interface, even more odds, props, and contests. BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Go to the website now, sign up today, and you'll receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to receive that bonus. Football, basketball, boxing, they got everything. At BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, folks, bet online where the game starts. All right, one quick nugget from Dan Campbell's uh, talk today with uh, Stoney and Jansen on the ticket this morning. Uh, he made a reference a couple of times to about five big errors or five, you know, miscues in the game. Um, uh, considerables or some word, I forgot the word he used, but... 
the interviewers today could have done a better job of following up with, hey, what are those five things that you did wrong? But, you know, Jansen asked Campbell today about crying after the game and said you were emotional. And the one thing I liked that Dan Campbell said, and we're going to be done talking about the crying thing, but what I liked what Dan Campbell said was, he said, that's who that's me, that's who I am, I love this team, and I'm not going to change. I'm not going to change. This is this is who I am, and this is how, how I felt after the game because we had made a play at the end of the game. We had made a couple of plays at the end of the game. And we got to the point where we were winning. And he hates to lose. And I, I just listening to him this morning, and again, the interview was a, a, C, a C plus today. And I listen every week. But um, you just listen to him and you you realize that we can't judge him yet. I don't know through five games if he can coach or not. Uh, I've had my druthers with some things that he's done. He was asked today about rushing three, dropping eight on the last play, and he said it was the right call. It was poor execution on our part, and he said that before. But I do think this team is is in decent hands. I think the guys are rallying around the coach. I think they're going to win a couple of games here that we don't expect them to win because of how hard they play and because we've seen improvements with the defense. But now, as Campbell has stated, the offense has to get going. And he said they've got to put Jared Goff in a position, in a better position from a coaching standpoint, of having him improve with the intermediate throws, which is code for, I'm not going to throw my quarterback who wears a C on his jersey under the bus, but this dude can't throw the ball down the field and doesn't have the receivers to do it either. That's what that's code for. At least Campbell's not throwing everybody under the bus and naming names. He's keeping the locker room together. So there's that. But I just like how genuine the guy is. I don't know if he can coach yet. He's got a six-year deal. He's not going anywhere. But the roster's terrible and continues to get worse with all these injuries. All right, Dan Horde, voice of the Bengals, coming up next. We'll get a little preview as to what Detroit has in store uh, for them coming up on Sunday at Ford Field at 1 o'clock. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto. Save time, save money when you use Rock Auto. Why on earth would you go to a storefront to buy auto parts? And right now they're jacking up the prices at these places. Not at Rock Auto, all right? Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or dealership, when you can get them online on your phone or on your computer from rockauto.com. It's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer. It's great. Just go to the website, rockauto.com, and you'll see everything there for you. It's amazing. Motor oil, tail lamps, brake parts, whatever you need, it's there at rockauto.com. Go to the website now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. And hey, thanks for making us your first listen each and every day right here on Locked On Lines. All right, on a Tuesday edition of Locked On Lions, let's bring in the radio voice of the Cincinnati Bengals, the Lions' next opponent. Also does the UC Bearcats, does a fantastic job. It's our buddy Dan Horde joining me today. What's up, Dan? 
Matt Derry, thank you for having me on your podcast. I listened to the episode after Sunday's heartbreaking loss to the Vikings. And, I, I, you know, I feel badly for you that uh, you're at your wit's end over how this team has performed. And honestly, I have to be totally honest. I hope you're still venting for one more week. And then I hope the Lions go on a nice long winning streak after that. I think I dropped an F-bomb in there as well, I think. You did, and I often ca- uh, caution podcast uh, people uh, that sometimes I listen to these things with my young son in the back seat. So that wasn't the case on, on your Sunday night episode, but I suppose it's something for all of us to keep in mind. I, 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 I rarely do it, but it, it was. I remember exactly what I said. You know, you got your best pass rusher, at least. I mean, look, the Lions aren't very good, and they don't have a lot of great pass rushers, but... Charles Harris has been getting to the quarterback, and and Dan, for him not to be on the field for that last series made no sense to me. But again, that's kind of why the Lions are the Lions, unfortunately, and they're sitting at 0-5. It doesn't sound like rushing three and dropping eight has been a highly successful strategy for the Detroit Lions so far this year. Uh, Yeah, no, no, it has not. No, it has not. Tell me about the Bengals. You know, here's Zach Taylor in year three. I know last year there were some people calling for his head, and and, and and all of a sudden, I mean, dude, there are there are a couple of kicks made kicks away from being four and one after last week. They are, although in total honesty, they were lucky last week against the Packers in the sense that Mason Crosby doesn't miss. He had made twenty seven in a row. He missed a short one that would have given the Packers a three point lead late in regulation. So the Bengals were fortunate that they had a couple of opportunities to win the game. And then the Packers were lucky that the Bengals didn't capitalize because Evan McPherson, the rookie kicker, has been sensational. Had you told me that the Bengals would have had a 49-yard try to win in overtime, much less the 57-yarder that could have won in regulation, I would have bet just about anything that Evan McPherson would have connected on one of those two kicks. It's kind of funny. Uh, the the Lions and Bengals have this weird synergy over the last year and a half. The Lions had Randy Bullock, former Bengal kicker. They have Austin Seibert now, former Bengal kicker. It's it's really the only thing that uh, you know. We had the whole Braden Combs thing for a little while, but it's sort of, sort of a weird synergy synergy that the Lions seem to like former Bengal kickers for some reason. Well, you can't have Evan McPherson anytime soon because the Bengals drafted him in the fifth round. And I think for the first time in probably a decade, the Bengals have the opportunity to have one of the elite kickers in the NFL. His leg strength is incredible. Uh, His accuracy until last Sunday had been incredible. And even the 49-yarder that he missed in overtime that would have won the game, he started celebrating because he kicked it so well. It was headed right down the middle of the uprights and then, this crazy gust of wind apparently blew it to the left, and uh, that's why the Bengals did not emerge victorious. I love the fight, though. We're talking to Dan Horde, voice of the Bengals. I love the fight, though, this past weekend because there were a couple of occasions you went, ah, all right, here come the Packers and Cincinnati, man. They're they're playing hard, and, and, and skill position-wise on that offense, look out. And yet it's the defense that's played better than the offense so far this year. We're still waiting for the offense to be what we think it can be. The Bengals have not scored more than 27 in a game. And the one time they scored 27, it was an overtime game where you tacked on three for the win in overtime. And the defense, which people were kind of cautiously optimistic about, but that really didn't expect them to be great, has been. So at least through five games, the Bengals have kind of flipped the script. And if the offense starts to live up to its potential and starts putting 30 on the board on a semi-regular basis, this team could be really good. 
We're going to talk to James on Thursday from Lockdown Bengals and, and talk a little crossover and stuff and kind of really break it down. But I, I want to go back to Zach Taylor in year three and how they've built this thing. You and I have talked in the past about the Lions building. This is year one of a, a complete uh, massive rehaul and, and overload. How has the progression gone so Lions fans can understand they're kind of in the same spot the Bengals were a couple of years ago? I think it's gone well, and they've done it through the draft on offense and through free agency on defense. The Bengals historically have not been a big spender in free agency. I think anybody that follows the NFL is probably aware of that. But they've been one of the biggest spenders in the NFL over the last two years, and almost all of that money has been spent on defense. And it's really paying off this year because a couple of the guys that they spent heavily on last year were hurt and couldn't contribute. Uh, most notably, D.J. Reader, who has been great in the middle of their defensive line. They went out and added Trey Hendrickson as a free agent this year after 13 and a half sacks last year for the Saints. He's got four and a half through five games. He's been outstanding. Um, Von Bell joined the team last year as a free agent. He's been not only a terrific player, but a great leader. So between the great young players they've drafted on offense, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, most notably, and these free agents they brought in on defense, They've built a pretty respectable uh, roster in a short period of time. Talking to Dan Horde, uh, voice of the Bengals, voice of the Cincinnati Bearcats. I'm, I'm going to throw a random question at you, which has nothing. It just came to my mind as I said the word Bearcats. But Desmond Ritter is that dude is legit. You do his games as well, and there's not uh, you know there's not this top crop of quarterbacks where everybody's talking about the top guys right now for the draft next year and. Unfortunately, here in Detroit, Dan, people are already talking draft for the Lions. What can you tell us about your guy there for the Bearcats? Yeah, Desmond Ritter is a tremendous college player. He's a winner, and I know that's a cliche. Uh, but in his case, it's so true. Cincinnati is 36-5 and in the games that he's played in. And this is not Alabama we're talking about. This is the University of Cincinnati, which has had a very, very good program, but not an elite one historically. And for Cincinnati to have climbed to number three in the country, the highest they have ever been ranked, is largely due to two things. Their head coach, Luke Fickle, and their quarterback, Desmond Ritter. He is uh, He's going to make an NFL city very happy in the years to come. What's the talk about where he's going to go as far as draft uh, stock right now? It's a good question because I think had he left Cincinnati at the end of last year, I don't think he would have been a first-round draft now I do think he's playing his way into being a first-round draft pick. And a lot of it depends on the other quarterbacks out there. There seems to be, uh, in this crop, maybe more than any other in recent memory, guys are like ebbing and flowing. One guy goes up, another guy goes down. And then a few weeks later, the, re- the roles reverse. So I don't know that Desmond Ritter is going to be the first one picked, but I think he will be one of the first three or four. And that probably means somewhere mid to late first round. All right, if you're looking at what the what the Bengals have done, three and two, like I said last week, uh, you know, battled hard with the Packers, could have easily won, did lose, and, and you mentioned the breaks they got with Crosby having his off day until the end. But if you're the Lions, where what are you attacking? What's what's a way that Detroit can get their first win against Joe Burrow and company on Sunday in your mind? Well, I think first the Lions have to play great on defense like they did against the Vikings last week. As I mentioned, the Bengals offense, despite all the star power, hasn't had a breakout game yet this year. And the Lions obviously don't want to be the first team uh, that is not able to hold Cincinnati under 30. So how do you shut the Bengals down? Well, Joe Burrow's biggest strengths are the short to intermediate 
passing game. He can go deep, as he's demonstrated. He's got four touchdown passes that have traveled in the air more than 20 yards so far this season. That's tied for the most of anybody in the NFL. But his bread and butter is the short and intermediate stuff where his accuracy really shines. If the Lions can limit that stuff, then they've got a chance to do what these other teams have done and hold Cincinnati under 30. On the other side of the ball, the Packers had a lot of success running the ball last week. The Bengals' run defense had been excellent until last week. It wasn't great last week, so maybe the combination of of Williams and Swift uh, can give the Lions enough of a ground game to give Cincinnati some trouble. Dan, always great to catch up. Thanks, buddy. Matt, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Dan Horde with us, the voice, radio voice of the Cincinnati Bengals and also the UC Bearcats does an awesome job. Uh, a WAER alum like myself, so always great to connect with some fellow Syracuse guys. We're back again tomorrow. We mentioned James on Thursday for the crossover on this Tuesday edition of Lockdown Lions.